Marketplace is supported by ClearFit. Used by growing businesses, ClearFit is designed to make it easy to find and hire employees that succeed. More at ClearFit.com. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. Coming up on the program, Jack Lew is sick and tired and he is not going to take it anymore. The Walmart doctor will see you now. And the creators of ABC's new comedy, Black-ish. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by MailChimp. More than 6 million people in businesses around the world use MailChimp to design and send email newsletters. More at MailChimp.com. And by Progressive Insurance, with its Apron Project, celebrating progress and the people who make it happen. In Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdal. Good to have you here on this Tuesday, everybody. It is the 23rd of September today. The Secretary of the Treasury, Jack Lew, has just about had it with corporate inversions, those increasingly popular accounting sleights of hand that let American companies move their headquarters overseas and in so doing avoid U.S. taxes. Treasury is going to change some tax rules to make inversions harder to do. Harder, not impossible. Marketplace's Nancy Marshall-Genzer gets us going. The new rules from Treasury would keep companies from playing one of their favorite inversion games, hopscotch. Say you're a U.S. company with a foreign subsidiary. The subsidiary earned loads of money, but you don't want to bring it back to the U.S. where you'd have to pay taxes on it. So the subsidiary loans the money to a foreign parent you create through an inversion. They hopscotch over their U.S. parent. That's why it's called hopscotch. That's Lee Shepard, contributing editor to the journal Tax Notes. She says the new Treasury rules would make hopscotching illegal, and you can't play skinny down anymore. That's a way to shrink a U.S. company's share in a foreign firm created through an inversion. I think these rules will be effective at stopping some of the abuses of the past. Stephen Rosenthal is a senior fellow at the Urban Brookings Tax Policy Center. And the question, though, is how effective they will be at stopping potentially new abuses. Especially since Treasury hasn't banned earnings stripping. That's where a U.S. company takes out a big loan from the foreign parent it creates in an inversion and gets to write off the debt payments. Still, Treasury is making inversions more complicated. Ryan Dudley is a partner at the accounting firm Friedman LLP. A lot of transactions that might have been relatively easy are now going to have to be analyzed much more carefully. In fact, some of the big inversions announced lately may not go through now because Treasury says the new rules are effective immediately. So if you've announced a big inversion deal but haven't completed it, you may have to find a new game to play. In Washington, I'm Nancy Marshall-Genzer for Marketplace. The National Institutes of Health wants to end a long-standing bias in biomedical research, a bias toward men. Turns out when researchers do what are called preclinical studies, most of the time they are using male animals and thus male cells. So today the NIH announced it's awarded an extra $10 million to bring balance into the lab. From Marketplace's Amy Scott has that story. Researchers have long preferred male animals and cells, partly because they thought the female menstrual cycle introduced too much variability. That's not true, says Janine Austin-Clayton, director of the Office of Research on Women's Health at the NIH. She says this additional funding encourages researchers to study both sexes. We're really looking to transform how science is done 
And in order for us to do that, we have to help scientists understand the benefits of studying both sexes. Clayton says we may be missing out on discoveries that could help both men and women. Studies will look at sex differences in stroke, lung disease, and alcohol abuse. But is $10 million enough to change science? Catherine Sandberg directs the Center for the Study of Sex Differences in Health, Aging, and Disease at Georgetown University. It will hopefully spill over. They'll present this work at, at meetings, and, and other people may become interested. And so I think... It's a good first step. The money won't just bring more female subjects into the mix. Sarah DeRazio at the University of Kentucky wants to prove that there's a difference in how male and female mice respond to listeria. The extra $100,000 will help her buy male mice. There's a cost for each mouse, and then they're very well cared for here at the University of Kentucky, so I have basically a hotel bill that I have to pay for the mice during our experiment. If she can prove there is...